Hello, everybody. Welcome back to my podcast, which is at the corner of peace in mind with your host, Trinity Gwynn. I told you guys in the beginning, well, not from the beginning, a couple episodes back, that if in any way, shape, or form I lose consistency, there's a reason. It's not because I don't want to talk to you guys. I've actually missed you guys and missed talking to you. Um, life has just been lifing, so. And not, I mean, not necessarily, it's 50-50. That's all I'll say. Um, this episode is called Routine Part 2 because um, I was never really as transparent as I was, you know, in our early um, episodes together. So I feel that um, this is something that I want to add. And there are a lot of things that I forgot to mention, but it's been maybe about a month since that episode came out. And a lot of you guys actually, um, what's the term? Not resonated, just really fixated on it, I guess. Um, and it felt really good to talk in such a transparent manner and just being open with myself. So that's what we're going to do. It may not even be called Routine Part 2, so don't don't quote me on that. Um, yeah, I have started a new job, which is probably why we haven't been talking to each other as much, because... I uh, have had a lot to do. Um, you know, we're getting to the end of the semester, so it's just the final push. So adding a job that's actually, you know, like an actual, on-campus jobs are jobs as well, but I mean, I was only working one day out of the week, and it wasn't that, you know, stressful to me, and it wasn't doing anything for my bank account. So I started working. Um, I work at Walmart. I'm a, you know, order picker upper. I'm the person who deals with the pickup orders. So it's been really easy because I did something like that with Target. I worked at Target three years ago, and I, um, Walmart is very is, is way more simple than it is at Target. But um, it was three years ago, so there, you know, there things might have changed, and plus it was COVID and all that stuff. So they were probably trying new things. So. You know, I could be wrong. You know, they could be the same. But so far, I like uh, Walmart's methods with everything. Uh, finals is coming up, so I have been kind of hunkering down. There are a lot of classes that I take right now that are, you know, presentation-based. So there's not much to study for. But it, you know, presentations take a lot of work if you want to get great. You know, you don't have to, you can't, you can BS them if you want. But it shows in your, it shows in your grade. Now. Um, I have been thinking about this for a while, actually. I'm going to move this mic back a bit. Um, <laughs> I have been thinking of a rebrand for this podcast, and I don't know what that looks like. You know, I love how much work I put into this, you know, because podcasting is not easy. It's not easy at all. Uh, I There's a lot of people who have podcasts right now, and... It's just been this whole thing for the past couple of years. And people not necessarily take granted for it, but it's just I don't think people really tell you how much it is because some people think it's just you sitting down and talking, you know, but it's more to that. It's more than it's just more than just having a conversation with, you know, yourself or a group of people with you. It's okay, where do we want to put this podcast? How much money are we willing to spend each month to have these channels? 
have our podcast distributed? What are we going to talk about every week? Because after a while, once you start talking about topics and for so long, you start, you know, people don't really realize, they don't want to admit that some things they don't have much to talk about after a while. And it's hard to think about something. You know, there's so much things going on in the world, but you have a specific, oh, I'm so sorry, I touched the mic. <laughs> I hope that didn't hurt your ears. Um, I, you know, if you're you're being around the world so much and you have a specific area, like a specific genre you want to talk about, because a lot of people will cater to a specific um, topic in their podcast. A lot of people will talk about just random stuff. A lot of people have wellness stuff. A lot of people have true crime. And there's so many, you know, there's so much serial killers you can talk about for so long. And just on top of that, it's just how you're committed to it. And outside of life is, is another component as well. So it's not easy. Um, it's really fun. I will say that. I'm not going to deter anyone from making a podcast. Just know that it's not just, you know, just what you see on TikTok and all that stuff. People put a lot of work into what they do, and you should give them their flowers. Um, Yeah. Potential rebrand is meaning I just maybe a different picture because I really have a goal to, you know, the thing is, I don't know what the term is for having a podcast reach a lot of people. You know, I don't want to go viral, but I would like to um, disperse my podcast to a lot more people. And I don't, that's on my part because I don't <laughs> promote myself that much. And that's an internal thing that I have been working on. Oh, I've also gone to therapy. So that's that as well. That's <laughs> actually an important part. Um, that's a little bit of what we're talking about today as well. And, you know, it's not going to – I hopefully you guys um, don't think this is going to turn into, like, a wellness podcast. not saying anything – there's nothing wrong with wellness podcasts. I go to listen to them from time to time to ease my mind of certain things. But, you know, it's, it's something that I'm not really – you know, a professional in. And a lot of people who have wellness podcasts aren't professionals either. There are a lot of people who are, you know, coaches and stuff, but there are people just in my age range who just, you know, talk about being the it girl and doing this cool routine every day at 5 a.m. and you work out and then you have breakfast and then you do your homework and then you do laundry, you clean your room, you go shopping with your friends, you go grocery. Like, no. Um... I'm just giving you things that I've learned in my past and some things that resonate with you, they'll resonate with you. If they don't, they don't. Uh, Again, this room is freezing, but it's a really nice day out. It's like, it's like 77, Um, but we're we're all taking advantage of it because it's supposed to be really bad next week. Not really bad, it's just supposed to drop down to like 30. It's 80 degrees right now. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Just skipped spring. Um, Oh no everything's okay it's tuesday is going to be 42 that's the lowest of that week the highest is 69 so it's not too bad it's not terrible the forecast earlier this week was saying otherwise but i'm rambling like i usually do and i am going to start with my goals and dealing with stuff and therapy so that's what we're going to start with I'm sorry. I know that I said we were going to start talking, getting into our first topic, but the what, the rebranding. Um, I also kind of want music, not throughout the entire one, but like, you know, a little tune thing. You know, I have my, my little, lo- not logo, 
I mean, I have my little slogan every time I start an episode, and that's unique to me. But I, you know, it'd be cool to have, like, a little jingle in the beginning. You know, some some cool. <laughs> but, yeah, we're going to start talking the topic now. So my wellness goals, I did not really, um, you know, take wellness goals as something that was important to me at the time. You know, I admired people who did them, and I admired, you know, a lot of progress that people did, but at that point in my life, and by what I mean a point in my life, like maybe two years ago, was something that was like, okay, maybe I'm just not there yet. And I wasn't. Um, and you know, of course I wanted good for myself all the time, but at that point it was just something that I didn't think I deserved. There's disclaimer, there's a lot of things that I talk about that I felt like I didn't deserve. And I'm okay, guys. <laughs> I I don't think that way now. I'm dismantling it. So sometimes it just it, sometimes it comes back to me, but it's fine. Um yeah, I've had a lot of not revelations. Revelations. Oh my goodness, that is not a word. Um I got that from The Good Dinosaur, the Pixar movie when the the birds were like relevations and they were like that's not the word and I get it confused I've gotten it confused ever since I just never told anybody <laughs> no I do but I know it's revelations right I'm gonna check I'm sorry see this could be you know some music playing what I you know I put a lot of work into this though that's why I get yeah it's revelation I was right okay all good yeah um I've had a lot of rebrandings of myself as well. There have been a lot of times where I have felt like I needed a new identity and to just change myself on the outside. And me and my therapist were actually talking about this. And um, I was talking to her and I told her my goals, which is in the next six months, I want to be a better version of myself, not the best version of myself, because I don't know what that looks like. Even from six months from now, I won't know what that looks like, but a better versions of, version of myself. And she was just saying, um, yeah, that's a really good goal. And I was saying, like, I want to work myself inside out, not from the outside in. And I told her, and she, not necessarily she, like, rude, like in a rude way disagreed with me, but she was just like, oh, that's interesting. Because I told her, I was like, I'd rather work from the inside out than the outside in because I feel like I would just be giving myself a facade. And that's what I was doing for a long time. Like when I would say change my identity, I would just be changing what I look like. You know when people would joke around and be like, smallest inconvenience, let's dye our hair. You know, stuff like that. And when I told her, I was like, yeah, because I can put on a nice outfit. I'm really good with clothes. Um, I really like putting outfits together and looking on um, Pinterest and just looking at my clothes and seeing what goes with what. Sometimes I get like, you know, <laughs> kind of like fizzed out because I don't know what to, like I can't really think of what I want to go with for the day. But Santi told me, she was just like, I think she had saw me, I was just literally on Pinterest. Um, we were just laying in our beds and she had just looked over and she was like, I really like how you go on Pinterest like it's a magazine. Cause I will stay on there for hours, for hours. It's almost like a game. I don't know how long I spend on Pinterest. You know those little screen time things on your iPhone? I have to look into that. Um, but regardless of what I was saying, I was saying I can put on a nice outfit, but 
I'll still feel shitty. And she was like, oh, that's interesting. You think that way? And I was like, yeah, because if I'm not feeling great and I put on some clothes, it's only temporary that I know that I feel good. But throughout the day, I'm still gonna feel shitty <laughs> because I'm not, you know, taking the problem at hand. You know, if I'm, if I'm not feeling well, if I'm depressed, I am going to not have any motivation to do anything. So if I work my way from the inside out, then I'm more inclined to clean up my room. I'm more inclined to get up. I'm more inclined to go outside and, I don't know, go take a drive. But, you know, if I'm not as motivated, I'm just going to tread. I'm, like, going to trudge the whole day. And it's just, you know, it's like, it's like a mask, you know? And I'm not, you know, dissing on anyone who does the opposite. I don't, not necessarily at all, because what works for you works for you. And that's why I don't really want to do a wellness podcast, even though I don't have the experience. <laughs> it's just like, these are work for, these work for me. And a lot of people find a lot of comfort in fixing themselves, and I do too. But I just feel like a lot of my problems have just been going on in my brain. And if I dismantle that, if I just take it apart and figure out where this comes from, how did this work, how can I fix this, how can I resolve it? Because, you know, you don't, you're not 100% healed. You know, people who are, you know, you're on your healing journey and stuff like that, because that's what I'm on, but it's just, you will never fully heal yourself. Not a chance. Um, <laughs> I, I wish that was something. I wish that was a reality, but it's just not... And nobody is going to heal you except for yourself. Yeah, you can go to therapy. There's nothing wrong with therapy, but those people are just professionals helping you to guide you, to help you. You know, they're professionals and they tell you what you do with these emotions that you have because you don't know what to do with them. And once you're given an answer, you have to fix it. You have to figure out what you're gonna do with that answer. You could take it or you could, you know, just dismiss it and you're just not doing anything and there's nobody who is going to hold your hand and show you what to do. You have to do that. You actually have to do the work to do it because no one else is is going to do the work for you because you're the one who has to deal with it. Not you know because you're the only one who knows how far your um I'm not going to say problems. How much I'd say trauma maybe. You know what I mean. <laughs> you know how far all of your disparities go. I hope I used that word right. Most times, I kind of surprise myself because I'll use a word. And, yeah, um, I was right. <laughs> Maybe it's just because I read. Maybe that's why. Because sometimes I'll use words, and sometimes I don't really know the, the full definition of them, but they're right. So I don't know, maybe it's just a cognitive thing. I don't know, it surprises me. Or maybe I'm just really smart, that's what it is. <laughs> you see, me two years ago would have never said that out loud. So we're growing, we're doing something. Um, water, yes, wellness goals. I was talking about being a six month better version of myself and I talked about water. So while I was at work, I do a lot of window shopping and I love window shopping and regular shopping. So while I was looking, I saw this water bottle, and you know those water bottles that have, you know, the time on them, be like, you should be at this little dash by like 5 p.m.? I got those because 
as much water I think I consume every day, I don't. And it's something that I need. I need more water in my system. I love water. Like, you know, it's not something that I dread, but I just didn't realize how much water I don't drink. Because when I started using this thing, I just started it this week, and it was only $5. You know what I mean? It's easy. It wasn't an investment, because I really wanted one of those things, but they were just so expensive. They were like $20 on Amazon. Um, when I worked at Marshall's, they were like 15 and I was like, I don't really want to drop $15 on a water bottle, you know what I mean? So I saw this and I took the opportunity. It's really cute, it's pink. Um, two years ago, Trinity would never have picked something up that was pink, which is actually funny. It's got um, love on it, but the O is the earth, it's the globe. So maybe that's why I liked it. Um, but when I started using it for this week, I started going to the bathroom so frequently, like throughout the day, um, before I had started drinking this water bottle, I would at least um, pee like two times a day, two, three, you know what I mean? But this week it was like maybe four or five and it was annoying me, but I was like, you know, this is actually supposed to be good because I'm, you know, I'm clearing out my body, my body's hydrated, I can even feel it in my lips because they're not as dry anymore. And it's just like, oh, you're more hydrated now. So your body is just, you know, it's regulating now. And I was like, okay, I guess this is something I need to just get used to. So water is definitely a big thing. Um, my skin is not bad as it was. There's one little pimple that I, I did leave it alone. I, I didn't pop it or anything. It's just doing its own thing. And it, it exploded today but it still has like a little, you know, that little hump. You know what I mean? It's not like fully gone, but it's not as like bad. It's not like a white head staring at you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's cold still. So I will probably get <laughs> sniffles and I can't fix the temperatures in here. I always complain about the temperature. Sorry guys. But we're gonna get um, moving on with our next one. Now, I knew that I had anxiety, but the thing is, it was just to a certain point that I just didn't realize how much I had it, you know? I just thought it was just me being like a very worrisome person or just, I don't know, just, you know, always being on P's and Q's, you know, you just kind of mask it as just, you know, being the over safe person, the person who's always just making sure there's a plan A, plan B and all that. And then I realized, okay, these are kind of getting obsessive and they're getting, they're making me scared. Um, and it's just one of those things that made me realize that, okay, maybe this isn't healthy. And I've had a lot of times where I have truly like let all of my thoughts just win and it, it's like the worst feeling in the world. It really is. And it's just one of those things that you just have to get through, which sucks. You know, you have to feel your emotions all the way out. But like while you're doing that, you're giving yourself the worst critiques ever. <laughs> you know, if any inconvenience happens, it's like, oh, you suck. You don't mean anything to anybody. You have nothing going on for yourself right now you have no life you just suck you know it's one of those things and then you just start to believe it and you know I'm, I'm okay guys I 
I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm in therapy right now. It's fine. But I just wanted to, you know, share my findings and all that. It's one of those things that I felt like um, I needed um, just more people in my life, I guess. It was just one of those things that made me realize that I really am my worst enemy, and it sucks. <laughs> and the only person that I can really gain my reassurance from is myself, because I, if I only believe in another person's reassurance or I need someone else's reassurance for something and I'm not giving it to myself, then it's all for naught because it's not it's not genuine to me and I have to believe that from the source. You know, some things don't apply to me. Some things aren't about me, but I always do make them about me and it's not one of those things that is really conceited. I just constantly feared that people were not pleased with me and if there was such a change in anything and any energy just silence and all that stuff I just thought I was the problem and I would sit and spiral and think what am I doing wrong did I say something wrong I would you know backtrack on everything that I said within the past day and think okay maybe I should have said that better when it's wasn't even you know nothing that had to do with me and I insert myself in these situations and it ruins my mood, and I ruin them for myself. And if this goes on with you at all, I have learned that it's really hard to give yourself reassurance. It really is. Because the irrational and the logical intertwine. There's such a blurred line between the two if you have, like, really bad anxiety. You think, you know, the logical thing is like, okay, this makes sense, but what if? Then it becomes illogical, and then they just, they're just going around in circles at this point, and you don't know what to think. But the best thing to do that I have tried is truly asking myself, is this really worth my time? <laughs> you know, is this really worth me getting upset about? You know, I'm not shitting on myself, you know. I, I am a big advocate for not what you say, but how you say it, because I've hated um, when people talk to me, if I'm asking a genuine question or I have a genuine concern, and they, you know, they respond to me in some sort of, like, irritable way. Like, you're annoyed with me when I'm just, you know, talking. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just sharing my concern. If you see a concern with me and I'm sharing the concern, then why are you getting annoyed with my concern if you ask me about the concern? <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense to me. And... I always treasured gentle talking to people because I know how that feels. Because sharing something with or being vulnerable with someone is so brave. You know, you choose to talk about what you want to talk about with people. Because if you didn't, everybody would know your business. But you don't want everybody to know your business. No one, you don't want everybody to know what's going on with you. And when you do choose that person and they kind of distort it or they kind of, you know, fracture it a little bit, now you feel lost, you feel really alone and you feel like, okay, maybe I should never talk to this person again. Um, and it sucks. And it's, I was about to say it's fine. <laughs> That's like my go-to. I can't keep doing that anymore. Um, there are a lot of things that I have to dismantle, but you know, that's why I have six months. 
nothing happens overnight, and I'm so sorry that I keep um, inhaling through the mic. I don't know how much this will get because I monitor my own voice. You're, you know, it monitors itself when I talk in my mic, but when it comes, when I do the playback, I just wonder, but I'm sorry. I'm just breathing. I'm, I have to apologize for breathing. Oh my goodness. <sighs> um, it's a lot. It really is a lot. I was talking again um, with my therapist and we were just saying that there are a lot of things that I'm not responsible for. And a really hard pill to swallow and for, for me was not holding someone's hands when they're upset with me. And it, it made sense, you know? Um, you can be upset about something and you know, that would really get through me the entire day. Like, oh my gosh, they're so upset with me. They're mad at me. I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't know how to fix it. Maybe I should like, you know, send them something. Maybe I should just make them try and make them feel better when that's not the case. Uh, you cannot hold people's hands when they're upset. They're can, they can be upset, but I'm not gonna, I'm not responsible for how you get through it. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not my job. You can get upset, and I understand that. I can apologize and say that. But however you take your anger out or how however long you do it is not my business. And I made it my business, but I shouldn't. I should just, you know, move on with my day. <laughs> I put so much energy into a lot of people, and I always thought that was a good thing. You know, when I talked about it in the beginning of my – um my podcast I would be saying oh I would love to reach out to people and I'm going to talk about that later because I'm going to talk about advertising too um I love to reach out to people and I feel like what I need to do on this earth is just to help people out and if I could just reach one person that's okay and then when I hear that back I'm just like man that sucks (laughs) that's that's not that's not fun you know it's good to be there for people but who's gonna help you out Who's going to be there for you? You know what I mean? And when I realized how stupid that was, I was just like, whoa, um, maybe, maybe I should, like, get back into me. And not, you know, because I was a people pleaser. I would, people, I would people please anybody, including my family. And it was just one of those things that I hate saying that. I'm sorry. It's... I keep <laughs> I need more in my vocabulary. I've said it's one of those things for a, like I don't know, maybe 50 times in the past 26 minutes, but I I'm just, I'm trying not to say it. I'm just I'm trying not to say. <laughs> I just realized that being the best quote unquote version of myself for other people and not doing that for myself was just something that couldn't be done. I can't be someone for someone else and I can't fix who I am and what I do to help somebody else's reputation because someone's reputation doesn't mean shit to me. It doesn't. Um, I have been the type of person, I've been praised for you know, speaking my mind and being passionate about the stuff that I love to talk about. And that gives me a little, not hope, it gives me light because for someone who was so shy and so quiet 
in elementary school and middle school and who would, you know, quietly go back and talk about the things in their room and finally sharing things with people. It's growth in of itself. And sometimes I try and limit myself and I try to mute myself when that's not what I should be doing. Um, The closest people have seen me in my light uh, but it's hard to do that with new people because, you know, you know, you don't really know how long they're going to be there or, like, if they're the right friend person for you, you know? I, I'm saying you know a lot. But, yeah, um, those are some things that I have written down. I have not a script, but, you know, an outline. And, yeah, next I am talking about, um, I don't know if you can hear the people talking outside. I hope not, because this is supposed to be soundproof. (laughs) Uh, Well, if I can hear them, then maybe you can. And maybe they're just loud. Uh, Whatever. Um, Now, uh, I wanted to talk about this because it took me so long to do it. And it's so freeing now. And that's truly finding something that you love, that you want to do for a long time. And I'm only 19. And there are a lot of people who don't find that until they're 40, and that's fine. But I just want to share my experience and how not purposeful it is. Wow, they're really loud. I really hope you guys can hear it. If you can, I am so sorry. Maybe I have to tell them to shut up if they keep going. (laughs) Because this is my time. Goodness. But truly finding something that you love, that you want to do for a long time, is... Hold on. This is a little, this is a little all over the place. (laughs) And I'm sorry for that. Um, But we're back. I didn't know what I wanted to do in the beginning of my college career. I wanted to be a zoologist, even though I love animals and I love talking about them and I love educating people when they get pets. And that was just something that I love to do. And, you know, if you've been with me for a long time and you have me on Snapchat and I did the animal facts every day, or at least tried to every day. Those were so fun. I made myself a little script, and I tried to do it because, you know, Snap only has it for one, like, oh, just a whole minute. And I would do takes upon takes because it was my little show. And I would post bloopers, and people really enjoyed it, and people really loved that I was entertaining them. And I think <laughs> I think I might have took that too to heart. And it was just like, oh, maybe I should just make people feel better. <laughs> no, it's just being entertaining. It's just being my true self. It was, I, I really took that the wrong way. And I, I don't know why I stopped. I didn't run out of animals, of course. There's, you know, millions upon millions of species on this planet. So I definitely, I don't know why I stopped. Well, maybe I'll do it in the summer. Maybe I'll bring it back. I'm sure a lot of you guys will enjoy that. I then did um, an English major. You know, I still think about, you know, the what ifs if I became an English major. I don't know. Maybe I would have been, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how different I would be if I was an English major. I'd probably be really tired. That's, <laughs> that's for sure. Reading a lot every day. And I think that'll just ruin reading for me in general because, you know, I told you guys I dropped that course because I don't like being told when to read and what time. Book clubs are different. You know, you're given a book and you have a whole month to do it and then you come back. I haven't joined a book club yet. 
maybe I'll start one. Maybe that could be like our little own season or like a little side series of this podcast. So that'll be fun. Maybe I'll come back and I'll tell you guys a, a book about I'm reading. Um, I have a book coming in the mail, actually. It's called Convenience Store Woman. So if you want to join me on a book club, maybe we should do that. We could do that. What day is it? Um, <laughs> I'm actually scared because that means I actually have to read the book and then come back and talk to you guys about it. So it's April 13th. We'll come back in May 13th. It's Convenience Store Woman, and I have to find the author. It's supposed to come tomorrow. Yeah, it's supposed to come tomorrow. I'm so tired, guys. I missed you guys a lot, but today alone has been so strenuous. Goodness gracious. I went to work from 7 to 1.30, then I went to my class at 2.15, so that means I have to drive back from work to drop off my car, to walk to my class, to have my class. Got let out early, which was really great. Really loved my professor. So sad she's leaving. Then I went back to my dorm, did my laundry. My roommate did my eyebrows because my my eyebrows were looking very, very caterpillar-ish. And then I walked here. And it was a lot. And then I have to go back. And then I have to pack some clothes. Then I have to help out with the lock-in that we're doing tomorrow at 6.15. It's currently 5.03 right now. And goodness gracious, it's just the day needs to end. <laughs> and I have work again in the morning from 7 to 1.30. And me and my roommate are supposed to shop. And that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to 1.31 p.m. tomorrow. And then I'm off on Saturday. Oh, goodness. It's almost over. It's almost over. But I'm sorry. Um, convenience store woman, I was just waiting for the stuff to load. Sayaka Murata. I think I think she, yeah, she is a Japanese author. That's what I thought. Um, originally published in 2016. So it's 160 pages, which is, you know what? That's, that's doable. That's really doable. So... <laughs> Get on me if I don't finish this book in May 13th, by May 13th. So that's our book, Book Club. I have to find out the name for it, and I'm going to start posting on Instagram. I really need to. So back to this. <laughs> I did the whole undeclared thing. I was, just, I'm, I was just riding this wave for a while because I was like, I really don't know what I like. I mean, I like film. So then I was like, okay, let's try film. You know, I didn't really just, I just did it. You know, because I had the time, and I wasn't a sophomore at the time, and you really have to have your major in by sophomore year because the rest of your courses are supposed to be for your major. And the first two is just your gen eds, which is why nobody really cares what you do and how many courses, I mean, how many majors you change. You're just figuring yourself out for two years. <laughs> and then you have to figure, then you have to do what you you chose for two years. And sometimes I've heard people who have, like, declared a major and thought they liked it and then like the week before they graduate they were like I don't like this <laughs> my psychology um teacher in high school she he, he taught AP psych and regular psych and he was explaining how he wanted to be a math teacher and he took one psychology class and was like I want to teach psychology <laughs> and then he just did all the stuff and it was like it was really last minute but he did it and I think I said this story a while ago but whatever 
And when I looked into movies and how much I do love being a movie buff, so I was like, okay, maybe film is good for me. Maybe I just, you know, have to just get through it. Not get through it, but I was like, I love film for what it is. I'm a film buff or a movie buff to a point where it's not insufferable. You know, there are so many people that are movie buffs and they just, are terrible. <laughs> they just, uh, they make everything worse. They talk about how really great movies were just okay and how the director's point of view was obstructed by the media and it was so rough. Like, it's just, just. The movie made $100 million in box office. I don't think it was that bad <laughs> to me. It's just, it, I don't know. I like talking about movies and I like talking about symbolism and maybe just because like, I like to read and they're just kind of flipped into visual aids and stuff like that. But yeah, if we talk about movies, I'm not going to be one of those pretentious people. It's, it, it ruins everything. And when I did that and, you know, I make little editorials and little movies and stuff not you know with plots at all but when I did that and I the word screenplay came to my head and I was like "Ooh, I have to make a screenplay I actually have to like make characters it's funny because I'm working on a like I'm trying to write a book right now <laughs> but it's different than a screenplay is I was just like, uh, I don't think this is for me. This is definitely not for me. I tried to sit down and write a screenplay because I had like a little short film going on in my head and I was like, yeah, no, I can't do this. And it comes with time. So, but I, just, I could just feel it. You know when you feel like this is not a good fit and you're just not gonna waste any time or money anymore? So you just, you just end it. So that happened and I started, um, you know, my brother, you know the story, my brother told me, you know, I go into advertising, I was like, eh, and then I went into advertising, I was like, oh wait, this is a great fit. Um, I started realizing how much of a great fit it was because I do, in the end, still love reaching out to people and making people feel heard. You know, giving my experience, I really cherish the human experience and advertising is just what it is. You know, you're working with people and they have these certain morals and that you agree with them and that's why they hired you. And you make these incredible small stories to reach out to people. And you're true to yourself. You don't have to make a facade of anything because these people who buy your products, who endorse these brands and who are brand ambassadors really, well, some of them just do it for the check, but I'm saying a lot of the people really value what people I would potentially work with value. And we have this shared experience, These sometimes these commercials that we will eventually make will hit people close to home. And that's just the small things that I like to do. And storytelling is something that I love. I made, a, I made a, an episode that I was planning on sending you guys a couple of weeks ago, but there was no time for this studio, so you know what I did? Because you know I have two mics. And I tried recording in my dorm. Terrible audio, because I used my first, I used my first mic that I ever used for uh, podcasting. You know, it was a great mic. You know, it was a, a good first little, she's cute, you know, she's a beginner. 
but she's so sensitive. <laughs> she's so sensitive. I couldn't even like, you know, I don't even know if you're hearing me like scratching my leg, but even if you did, my first mic would hear that instead of me talking and it was just annoying. And I was just like, oh, I'm just trying to get through this, but I can't because I don't want to do that to you guys, but I will probably redo it. It was basically um, a four a four part episode, not like four different things in one episode. It was just like parts, four episodes in four parts. And I was going to talk about storytelling through music. And you know how I was adding both of my love storytelling and music and playing beautiful songs in high school and what stories I put with them when we worked on these projects and it was it was good it was just the mic that was just not doing it for me and I would play the songs in my um my mic and it wouldn't (laughs) it wouldn't be it wouldn't do the same thing that I was supposed to do because I was too lazy to edit it in but it's fine I'll do that again and it was four parts, obviously, for the four years of high school. And, yeah, I have a lot of stories for almost every piece that we've ever played. Because that's where my mind goes when I listen to music. I it, it just, it leaves in the best way possible. And I'm, <laughs> I'm getting past the point that I was supposed to be talking about. But I did. I did talk about. I mean, I did. Um, with storytelling. Yesterday, I had a presentation in my advertising, writing, and storytelling class. And that's basically in the realm of people who want to be a copywriter. Apparently, that's not what people name that job anymore. I don't know what they call it, but I'm going to still call it a copywriter because I don't know. Um, And we had these presentations where we talked about uh, we had to think of a song that reflected the past two years. And it took me a long time. You know, I kind of, you know, I didn't really... It took me a while to understand the project because I was like, okay, a song that I currently listen to that reminds me of two years ago or what I was listening to two years ago while life was happening. You know what I mean? Um, So I kind of went with a little bit of both because I still listen to True Kind of Love. It was True Kind of Love from Stephen Universe. And I still, you know, listened to it two years ago. And 2021... When I was looking at it, because while I did this project, I was, you know, I was like, what was I going through? I know I was going through some some shit, but what was really happening? What was what did my camera roll portray? So I was just, you know, scrolling on my camera roll, seeing what happened. When I looked at 2021, that was the year, you know, yes, prom and and high school graduation. But it was so much that happened in 2021. And it was probably one of the best because, you know, it was our first year after COVID, so it was like, okay, you know, we're starting to get a little bit used to it, but it's not as intense, I guess, and then I, um, you know, we were going back to school a little bit, there was, you know, there was some normalcy or normalcy, I don't know how you pronounce that word, but I started doing that, we went to Puerto Rico, me and Ava, my friend, my close, one of my closest friends, one of my first friends that I had in high school, we started our tea parties and we're having another one this year. It's going to be our third one. No, our fourth one. Whoa. Wait. (laughs) We had the Over the Garden Wall theme party. And then we had, yeah, this is going to be our third. The second one was at my house. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. This is the third one. I don't know where I got the fourth one from. I don't know why I just added a 
imaginary tea party. That happened. I started working on my podcast. I was working on my podcast for months because I wanted the right thing. I have like little concept pictures that I'll probably post on on the Instagram because I just didn't have that much content to post. And it was so special. And I was, it was full circle because it was my birthday, August 17th. And I moved to Kent the day after. And it was it was a full circle. It was just like, yeah, you're 18. Now you're here. Like, I don't, I don't even think it was like 12 hours. It was, man, it was just, it, it, was, it was something, but in a really good way. I was looking at it, I was like, wow, this was so much fun. I was doing so much reading. I was finishing one of my favorite books ever, My Year Rest and Relaxation and Circe. I started reading books like, like I was eating, I was eating these books, and it was just—I I think I rekindled my my love for reading back then, and it was so freeing. And you know, that just happens. Life get, life gets in the way, and 2022 was just something. You know, it was it was the complete opposite. 2021, it was the same year I met Keegan. I just <laughs> so much happened in 2021. It was such an eventful year. And it was solely because I was just feeling like, you know, I had a lot of, you know, self-loathing around that time, too. Even though it was as, as eventful as it was, it was still, you know, at the end of the day, I, I hated myself. And 2022 didn't do didn't make it any else, any, any better. And I... You know, 2022 around the end of it was just was started. It was the start of my shift, and when I did that, I just kind of looked into the bottom of what I was really trying to run from the past two years, and it was myself. So when I found true kind of love, it was just the first lyrics are when a difficult day goes by. Um, keeping it together is hard, but that's why you have to try. And it was one of those. <sighs> Dang, I almost did it. <laughs> I kept hearing this song, and every time it plays, it makes me feel so much better because the chorus was like, it's the true kind of love. And I didn't love myself as much as I'm starting to now. And I felt like my personality and my energy was for everybody. And I just thought, you know, whenever I had gave people my energy and gave people my um, you know, gifts and, and, and my time, I was just, you know, just being there and it wasn't enough for me at the time. And I felt like I didn't deserve for people to help me or to see me, to actually see me and not just hide away and be like, this is what I can be for you, but you don't have to know exactly who I am because that's not important. Oh, goodness. Time really does fix things because, you know, I felt at that time that was really my fate two years ago. But it really just takes a couple of years. Just takes growing up. Because um, as much as I tried to do that, it just wasn't clicking. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. I was more independent um, back then, but man, oh man, you know, it's just, I have a lot of relational trauma. That's what it is. I don't know what it is. Um, it just, you know, it's hard doing that, but it's fine. We're dismantling it. We're figuring it all out. So yeah, 
um, advertising helps me with my expression. And that presentation was so much fun because it was a way for everybody to see who they are. And the exercise was for us to talk about brand expression because we were talking, our, our unit or our lessons were talking about, you know, how people see a brand, who they are, and what are they about. And we were our own brand, so that's why we did a song, and this is who we are, and all the people in my, my classmates were all kind of like, got closer. I know we got closer throughout the day because a lot of things were so personal for everybody. There were people who were talking about mental health, and I was talking about my mental health, and people were talking about depression. They were talking about really bad breakups. They were talking about, you know, just growing up and graduating and feeling alone all the time. And everyone felt so comfortable with each other. And it was just, it was beautiful. And I, I really love that class. It is my favorite course that I've ever taken. And that gave me the light to tell me this is what I should do. This is exactly what I should be doing right now. Cause I have never felt so good in that class. It was, it was just, ah, I love it. I wish it was a class that I could take again or like a more amplified version. Um, I learned something um, a while ago. I made a video about it when I was talking about Bojack Horseman and it was one of those, gosh, it was a statement. <laughs> it was a statement that I tell myself every day that was a quote from BoJack Horseman, and I really love cartoons. I'm not gonna say adult cartoons. Every cartoon is pretty complex. Some of them are pretty stupid or just for a little guilty pleasure, but I really like the ones that make me think and make me feel heard and seen. And it was when BoJack started running and he like collapsed and the goat who always goes up the hill every time they pan on BoJack's house, he was like every day, it's hard. I think he said it gets easier. Every day it gets easier. You just have to do it every day. That's the hard part. And I keep telling myself that every day. And if you need to hear that, that was our message. If you thought I forgot. Um, we're not ending it. <laughs> I usually do that at the end. But that was just, that was the message. It gets easier. Every day it gets easier. You just have to do it every day. And that's the hard part. Because it truly is, you know. But once you start to get into your own groove and you get out of your own way, Sometimes it's just like, man, what was I doing? Why was I doing all this? Why was I doing so much? And um, <laughs> some other things that I've found little, um, are they called good nothings? I don't know. I'm gonna say my little slices of heaven because I didn't know this until I actually did it. And there was this girl who was on TikTok. She was like, you know when life gets you down? Sometimes you really just need a grilled cheese. And I was like, okay. And then like months later, I was like, man, I really want to make a grilled cheese. I made the grilled cheese. And I was like, wow, life is so much better that I just made this grilled cheese. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's the sensory behind it. But when I ate the grilled cheese, I was like, damn, what did I put in this grilled cheese to make everything just go away? I don't know what I did. This grilled cheese is amazing. Wow. I don't know. But yeah, um, last thing I talk about, of course, um, was music. I am getting back into cello again. It took me a couple months. And I have decided that I'm gonna buy my own cello. Um, you're probably thinking like, how much money do you have to buy a cello? And that's the thing. A lot of people who love music and who want to 
you know, make that their hobby, usually can't really be, you know, financially accessible to these instruments. And a lot of us usually turn to secondhand. And even then, those are out of our price range. So when I looked on YouTube and I saw, because when I would look on Amazon, I'd be like, you know, for shits and giggles and see how much I would get, like, for a Chinese cello. And (laughs) a lot of them were, you know, I don't think they were Chinese, but there are a lot of instruments that that have been made in China, and you can tell. Like, I watched this video of someone um, trying out. He was really, I think his name is Tuba Peter, maybe? And he was, mm, I don't know, couldn't tell you. But he specializes in trombones and trumpets and tubas. And when he played this trumpet, he put like a, he put a versus like a really renowned brand as opposed to this Amazon one that came from overseas. And it played terrible, terrible. And you could tell. So that's why I was scared. I was like, man, this is in my price range. But what am I really getting out of this? So when I looked on YouTube, a lot of people recommended this cello online and I was like okay but you know a lot of people give their critiques be like yeah you can get it but here's this here's what you should look for like I really value those evaluations because just don't tell me it's great and then it falls apart after like my 10th use you know what I mean just because my room was like two degrees warmer you have to you have to give me a heads up so I plan on getting a cello soon um, and just getting it to a luthier, which is basically people who specialize in, you know, strings with guitars, you know, replucking, not replucking them. Is that the, I'm new to orchestra. Okay. I, t- <laughs> I said I was going to learn all the instruments in bass clef. So shifting from wind instruments to orchestra is just a lot. I have to learn a lot. I don't even know most of the parts on the cello that I play. So it's giving me time, you know, I'm, doing more you know music theory because it's really fun but yeah um taking it to a getting better strings because i know the strings that they'll give me will be terrible and i'm gonna buy myself a new bow a different bow because they suggested that i should because it's not great so yeah that's what i'm gonna do it's wonderful i love music so much um that's why the next episode is gonna be the four-part series and that's that. I had to actually find a place where I'm going to do this. I wonder if the library is still going to be open because this library is open to the public. I have to figure that out. I'll ask them that. Um, but that's the end of today. That's the end of this episode. Um, I love you guys a lot. And I'm really glad that I have been able to share so much stuff with you, all my thoughts, all my feelings. And just having you guys listening to me i know i talk a lot and i ramble but you guys would be wouldn't be here if you enjoyed it just a little bit or i like force you to listen to it (laughs) um it's great having um you guys be in my corner because i you know sometimes you guys text me and be like where's your episode oh my gosh you're back I have something to listen to while I'm doing my homework. Like, oh my gosh, you listen to me talk while you do your homework. I would think that'd be the most distracting thing in the world. But go off, I guess. (laughs) Keep watching though, keep listening. I'm not, don't discourage, I'm not gonna discourage you to do anything, but I'm not gonna ramble any longer. I love you guys and you guys have been really good to me and I will be good to you soon. Bye.